DJ PK and former BYU linebacker Brian Keel join us on the Sprint special guest line. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the local Sprint store near you. All right, it's time to welcome in Brian Keel, the former Cougar linebacker. Brian, before we get to the football, let's start with the psychology, shall we? BYU is coming off four big-name opponents, three of them ranked, three of them at home, the one road game against a team that's struggling, Tennessee. You're still playing a legendary name, a massive stadium, a couple of really dramatic finishes. Is there any part of you that's worried about the team getting up to play Toledo? They're not of the, they don't have the same brand, obviously. It's a tiny stadium that will probably be half full, but they're not an awful football team. They're decent. If you go in and play a C game, are you worried about that? Yeah, so, I mean, if you look at what we've done over the last couple of years, <clears throat> we've won some really some really big games, and then later in the year lost to teams that, you know, we shouldn't have no business losing to. Um, I mean, you look at last year, I don't understand how we can go into Wisconsin and – and push them around and beat them like we did, and then get embarrassed at home against Utah State and lose, you know, only scoring six points against Northern Illinois at home. Like, it's just that, – so that's, that's what that was last year, and obviously this is a different team, different season, but that's something that I would like to see us take the next step, this, the next step in our progression at the program uh, this season is take care of the games that, that, you know, we should take care of. And, you know, I would, I would like to see a commanding win tomorrow. Okay, so when you say that, you know, and I can't ar- disagree with any of that stuff because it was not only baffling but disappointing that they go ahead and beat Wisconsin and then lose to the others that you spoke of. With that in mind, do you put this in the must-win category then? Yeah, I would. I would say that. Like, so, so basically, I mean, we've been talking a lot about our program over the last few weeks and – the trajectory of it, and you know some of the some of the issues that BYU is facing, and I think, it, in my opinion, and then I would think in most people's opinion, the biggest issue BYU is facing is the recruiting hurdle that they have compared to legitimate P5 programs. And we'd like, you know, we're not a G5, we're not a P5, we're independent, we're in no man's land, and we like to we like to call ourselves a P5 program and consider ourselves P5 and. You know, when other teams schedule us, we like to say that that counts as a P5 for, for them, for their scheduling. It, anyway, all that here nor there, if, if, if we're going to be a P5 program, we need P5 players and, and P5 recruiting. And what helps us do that is beating USC when they're ranked on national TV and going into Tennessee, and even though they're down here, they're still Tennessee and beating them. And that's the stuff that helps us in recruiting and, and, and gives us a step forward. What undoes all of that hard work is snoozing against Toledo. And so, yeah, I mean, you have to win this game. You have to win every game on our schedule that's like this game. And it's no, no offense to the Toledo Rockets. Um, it is what it is. And, and um, you know, that's, that's the way I see it. And for our program to take steps forward you know we have to compete against the big boys and take care of business when we play the the mid-majors if we want to get out of the category of being a mid-major 
Yeah, in the in the independent era, BYU's two and one against the MAC. That's pretty small sample size, but the winning percentage isn't very different than it is against the Mountain West, where they're twenty and twelve. So, it's uh, I mean, your your points backed up by the results we've seen over this you know almost a decade, not quite, but almost a decade now. So I'm curious about uh, you know the continued development at quarterback because if you get an edge there, it just pays off like a slot machine game after game after game. And Zach Wilson is a young guy and he is an inexperienced, but you know he started at the end of last year. He started here for four games and started this year. He's getting to the point where he's got about a year of experience under his belt. As a defender, you probably had you know the games where a veteran quarterback set you up and made plays and was you know veteran savvy and beat you and you probably had games where you feasted on a young guy and you set him up is Zach getting to the point where he's he's kind of crossing that line and we ought to expect a little more out of him yeah he's I mean he's not there yet he's still got he's still young and he's still got got things to learn I mean he's only started uh was it 10 games now or something like that something in that range um can't remember how many he started last year but um you know four games this year and then whatever he started last year, uh, so maybe 12 games, something like that. But, no, yeah, he's still young. He's, he's just booming with potential and ability. And so if I was a defender currently playing scouting him, you know, I would, I would, um, I would respect his ability to, to, to hurt you, and then I'd also try to exploit some of the young mistakes that he's still making. He's still forcing some balls that he shouldn't force in the, in the windows that, that aren't there. And, um, and, uh, it's just, you know, it, and it's, it goes with the territory. He's a, he's a, um, he's a, he's a gamer. He's going to make big plays. And in order to do that, you got to roll the dice sometimes. And sometimes it, 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 uh, it comes back to bite you. And, and as he gets older, he'll learn when to, to just take your losses and throw it to the tuba player or, um, you know, and, and, and when to try to force it in that window. So, so he, he'll still do that sometimes. And then another thing that, that just a young mistake that he'll, he'll make from time to time is, is in scrambling and he ends up getting sacked. You know, it happened against, against Washington. Um, I can't remember what point in the game it was, but he, he scrambled to his left and avoided somebody and then tried to kind of wheel back and go, go back to his right and ran right into an oncoming defensive lineman. And it's the type of thing, you know, you see him make plays. He made a, a fantastic scrambling play against USC where he scrambled and stepped up in the pocket and threw, threw downfield to, to a wide-open player for a big game that helped us win that game. And it's one of those things where, where he, because he makes plays doing that, you get to where you think you can do it every time, and you can't do it every time. You can do it some of the time, but you know, it just, just comes with experience and learning when to pick and choose that. How much is it now that you've got the harder part of the schedule behind you? Not that you have a bunch of easy games, because I don't think you do, but everything was so focused on these first four games. So now to make sure there's no slippage, how much of it is it on the player leadership of the team to make sure everybody's in the right frame of mind of where they need to be? Yeah, I mean, I, I try, when, I, when I talk to you guys, I try not to be – Uncle Rico too much and said, well, in my day, well, in my day, um, <laughs> I try not to do that, but I'm, I'm about to do it. So, <laughs> you know, when, when we played our last two years, um, and I was thinking about this this week, just kind of thinking what BYU has in, in the rest of their schedule. So 06 and 07, both of those years, we started out one and two and then went on 10 game winning streaks and finished 11 and two in both 06 and 07. And, um, 
So I look at this team, and they're sitting right now at 2-2. Two and two, And I was thinking about this after the game, after the Washington game. And, and this was my mindset, just as, a, as an alumnus, as a fan, as a guy sitting in the seats, not you know, directly involved with the program. So I don't know what their mindset is, but this was my mindset. I looked at the rest of our schedule, and I said, we should win every single game. And, and we should go 10-2 and two, and then go to a bowl game and have a chance to be 11-2. and two. And that's the mindset that I had as a former player, as a lover, as a fan. And I don't know what these kids are, are thinking or what they're expecting, but in 06 and 07, we had, you know, we lost two games in each of those seasons early, all by one play. You know, some of them was last second field goal. Some of them were overtime, um, et cetera, et cetera. They all came down to one play, you know, so we, we're, we're a play away from, from, from winning all those games. And, and what we did in those seasons, we looked at the rest of our schedule and just individually and collectively said we can win every game on the rest of our schedule. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. You've got to go out there and do it. And we went out there and did it. So, so BYU now, I mean, that's where they sit. The, the toughest part of their schedule is over. And other than Boise, which is, 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 uh, is, is obviously a game we can win, but it's not, it's not where we're expected to win, every other game on our schedule we should win. No questions asked. We should win. And then Boise, it'll be, I don't know what the, the spread will be when that game comes. It is at home, so that favors us. But we should win every game on the rest of our schedule. Boise will be, will be a football game, obviously. And um, if I'm on the team right now, that's what I expect. And anything less than that is a disappointment. Brian, you know right now Aggie fan is screaming at his radio, Cougars are so arrogant, I hate them. <laughs> And, uh, and he has every right to be because they beat us, what, two out of three? So that's one of the things, you know, there's there, uh, this coaching staff, I love them. They've done a fantastic job. Um, an area of improvement is rivalry games. Obviously have a horrendous losing record over a decade versus Utah. Um, have a losing record over Boise State, but, we, you know, we, we've, we've traded off back and forth. We absolutely blew it against them last year and should have beat them, but we blew it. Um, but, you know, that's a game that we need to win regularly. And then Utah State, have a, in recent years, have a losing record against them. So in those rivalry games, we, we, we as a program, we have to do better than what we've done recently. And, you know, if I was an Aggie fan right now, I'd be talking trash to BYU fans all day long because they've been beating us. So. You can live with their uh, trash-talking, I guess you could say, and we'll see what happens when they get out in the field. And we certainly love that game, as we do Boise, and then we love the Power 5 games. What are your thoughts about playing teams like Toledo? Nothing against them, but they don't have any really connection to the state of Utah. There's no tradition there. So I'm thinking maybe rather than play them, try to find some Mountain West teams. What do you think about that? Yeah, I... um... I understand that you know it's it's a it's a juggling act that Tom has to do um, in his scheduling, and you know it's it, you, you kind of it, it's you you scrap and claw to get the the games that you want, and then you kind of fill it in with what you can get. So I understand that, um, and uh, but I, I agree with you. You know it, it would it, there's probably more allurement. Um, to play somebody, you know, that's more close, more local, a San Diego State or, or something like that, you know, um, and 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 I don't know. I, I'm not an athletic director, so I don't know how the process works exactly. But yeah, I, I'm sure that's something he could do. Um, 
you know, the next week we play South Florida, and I, I think that is an interesting game because it is Florida. They're going to have tons of talent, tons of athletes, and so you're happy to see games like that on the schedule. And, and, and also to just get some exposure to kids in Florida, you know, we don't have a ton of recruiting. So I think that's good. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough juggling act. And, you know, I commend Tom Homo for, for the job he's done. Brian Keel, former BYU linebacker, joining us. The red and the blue every Friday here. We had Kyle Gunther on an hour ago to talk about the Utes. We've got Brian Keel here now to talk about the Cougars. You know, one thing that has changed, because when you played, they were in the Mountain West. So... They had the same number of road games, but they weren't the long trips. But you took a few of them. You were on the team, I think, that went to Boston College, right? Yeah, yeah, I was sick. Right. Yeah. So is there any part of you that's worried about the fact that they've already been to Tennessee, they've got to go back to Toledo, they've got to go to Florida, they've still got five road games here left, and, and there are some long road trips. Do you think there's a cumulative effect to all of that, or is that just something to talk about when you've got to fill a four-hour radio show and, and realistically <laughs> traveling's not that big a deal for college kids? I, I think it is if it's a short week. I don't think, you know, if you have a full week or if it's separated by weeks, I don't think it's an issue. And, um, I mean, I'm no scientist, but I did play a lot of football and I have traveled across the country for football games. And, um, you know, like, for instance, um, when we went to, to Boston College, we went out there on Thursday yeah. um, instead of Friday. And... By the time the game rolled around, I mean, it was no big deal. Um, and, and part of that, we did that, too, was because it was an early game on Saturday. I don't remember what time it started, but it, I do remember it was an early game Saturday morning. So we went out on Thursday, and it was great. You know, we spent the day there on Friday. We went and saw old Ironsides, and you know, it was cool. So that, I, I don't know what their travel schedule is, if they're going to go out a day early when they go to Florida or, or things like that. But um, there are things that you can do to combat that, and – I think if you're talking like a short week where you're playing on a Thursday and like back to, you know, a Saturday, Thursday with, you know, cross-country trips, then I think you could start to have a, an effect with fatigue. But if it's a full week, I don't think it's an issue. What do you think of that news that came out this week as far as Utah taking a two-year break from the rivalry, I think, in 2022 and 23, and then they extended a few years on the, on the back end? So is that I was it confirmed? Then I saw that it was just yeah. a news thing, but I, is that confirmed? Yep, correct. Yes, they're going to play the Utes are going to play Florida those two years that they're not going to play BYU, but then they've got five okay. years after that. Yeah, so what I I mean, one of my friends texted about it when the when it first broke. Um, my initial thought: I don't like it. Um, obviously, I love the rivalry and like to see the rivalry played every single year. And of course, being in the position. Um, of having lost now nine straight times, you, I want another crack at them, and it, it, it pisses me off that i got to wait until next season. Uh, and that's just me. That's my personality. Um, so, you know, you look at Utah. So that's me. That, that's how I feel about it. I don't like it. Um, do, I, do I, you know, Utah to have a chance to play Florida? Obviously, that's a, a great thing for their program. Um and so, you know, they're going to do what they think is best. And, you know, I think um, part of it is, like, BYU play better, you know. Don't get beat nine times in a row and be in a situation where the other school in your rivalry looks at the game and kind of like, eh, you know, we, we kind of we own them. 
And, you know, so for for BYU fans, and I'm sure there are plenty of BYU fans that are mad about it, more mad than me or, you know, upset or frustrated about it, I guess that's that's the counter. That's the logical counter is, well, then win the game. Quit getting beat like a drum every year and have it be more of a priority. So, I don't know. I I personally don't like it. I like to see – and I'll be sad those years – I was sad when we, we missed, you know, recently, but and then happy that we got to play in the Vegas Bowl. I like to see the game every year. It's fun for me. It's exciting. I like the friendly banter with the reason. And uh, whenever that comes in a couple of years, it'll be disappointing. DJ and PK with Brian Keel. Brian, we appreciate a few minutes. You're picking BYU to win, I assume, right? Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Uh, for the whole rest of the year, I mean, in my opinion, the only game that should be in question is Boise. I think every other game we, we, we've got to win. So There it is. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Brian. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys.